Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, film fans. This is Beer, Bourbon, and a Movie. I'm Tawana. And I'm Vaughn. And we're two filmmaking cinephiles dedicated to the art of film, the taste of a good beverage, and everything in between. Just every damn thing. Yes. We're glad you're back, people. So grab a seat, film fans, beer drinkers, and bourbon lovers alike. This is episode 69. 69. Nice. This episode we'll be reviewing uh what is that in the heights and the conjuring three the devil made me do it yes so miss pettis yes episode 69 69 and we brought a special guest back. i was going to say you are not mistaken (laughs) that was the sound of kiwi tones sliding in from across the water shall i just say brooklyn just brooklyn (laughs) it's our favorite immigrant yes (laughs) the one the only favorito immigrante alex (laughs) alejandro Campbell. I come, to, I come to you from the <sighs> rarefied atmosphere of Park Slope, nice. where I have decided to give my life away there for having a child and being part of parents' groups yes. Yes. and all those things. And Marriage. that was a bit of a news drop. <laughs> I'm yeah. having a baby. Yes. Congratulations. Thank yes. you very much. In October, nice. baby girl. Yes. Very wow. excited. Very, very happy. And, you know, it was, we had signed to move into that place before the pandemic. Uh, and then the pandemic hit and I tried desperately to get out of it. Right. Couldn't. Uh, and so in May, when shit was really popping off, we made the move, got in there. I was like, this is fucking terrible. But <laughs> you know what? As we're sort of stuck through it and especially coming out into this year and New York's kind of returning to normal. Right. It's a great neighborhood. It's yeah. really good yeah, energy. It's a great neighborhood. It really is. Everyone kind of knows each other as yes. much as they want to. People right. are very friendly. The park is great. Yeah, land like of the lesbians. Lots of lesbians. <laughs> That's Lo- where we're made. Let's be honest. We're created there. Yeah. Sappho's and then here. Exactly. <laughs> so wow. you know, for all your paper mache and scissoring needs. Yes. Um, <laughs> Lots of tongue work. <laughs> yeah. Tawana will go. Tawana will be I will meet out. you at the train station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whether you're in the fairway or playing in the rough. Yeah. There you go. There is a wedge. Whatever for every you player. feel. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you feel. Well, you know, welcome back, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm pumped to be back. I took a two hour train to get here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The trains were, <laughs> the trains were fucked today. today. Alex is actually sitting in for Kevin, who's out this, t- this week. But uh, we just wanted to have an episode. I love you, Kevin, but fuck Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely wanted to uh, have an episode for June and, and, and to welcome back New York and the rest of the country that's trying to yes. come back from the pandemic oh, and, man. Uh, and all of that. Yes, but um, all of it. thank you once it's... again for stepping in, Alex. We really no, appreciate I'm, it. I'm, I mean, look, we're all vaxxed. Yes, yes. we are fully vaxxed. Get your um, vaccine, Vaxxed, folks. waxed, Stop and playing. just... 
<laughs> ready to fucking go. Yes. Ready yeah. to house. You know? I can't I can't be in the house forever and I'm not gonna live in a mask for the I'm rest of my life. Board in, in, in the house board. That was my board song the all of last the year. Board in the motherfucker in the house board. Exactly. Because who can be there forever? And no, we're not paying for the rights for that. Are you gonna lose right that we do not own the rights to that? Well, if someone wants to sue me for that rendition, then fucking that is a feather in my cap, sir. There you go. I hit the tone. I hit the lyrics. I hit the rhythm. So we're drinking some, and and as you can tell, we've been sampling already. We have been. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So it's a while. No, no one starts sober. Should, right. I, should I turn my mic down and just do the sound? Recording? No, no. You can no, you keep, keep being Alex. It's fine. Because we, I think we, people miss you. I'm not here for a long time, but <laughs> I am here, here for, for a good time. time. There you go. And that's what we want, Alex. <laughs> I think you missed this, Alex. That's what we want. From QRX FM <laughs> DJ, coming to you live. Live. I'm ready. I just, you and know, what? I just when you, when you put a compressor mic in front of me, yeah, things happen. You're ready. Things happen. You're ready. This is who you are. It's okay. It's okay. Is, nothing's changed. You're in your wheelhouse. It's okay. Yeah. We missed you. It's good. Yeah. I miss you guys too, man. <laughs> it's been a fucking crazy year and 12, a half, fifteen months. Yeah. Yes, for sure. It's been a insane. lot of things have happened. For sure. But I'm glad we're but all I'm, safe. Yep. Yep. We're live. And sound and alive yeah. with all our faculties. Yeah. Yep. Pseudo gainfully employed. Yes. Yeah. Pseudo gainfully employed. I <laughs> yes. agree with you. Because I quit two jobs in the pandemic. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Now uh, I'm freelance. Wow. Slash right. semi fun employed. I yes. hear you. You got to do what you got to do. But you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have no idea. We'll talk after. I'm okay. on my way to something you have okay. no idea. Either. I think this part of the show, you guys talk about the alcohol. <laughs> yes. Not yes. my life. Yes. It's okay. No one, that. no one's been around. So. I am tres whiskeys deep, yes. as they say in <laughs> yes. the Yucatan. Yes. So I'm gonna gonna shut my mic. So up. I'm gonna since Alex, is, I'm gonna start with my liquor this time. Sure, you start your since, liquor. I'll do after. Alex has had so much of this bottle. Yes. Uh, we're gonna start with Deadwood, mm-hmm. uh, straight bourbon whiskey. It's uh, bottled in a small batch. Yes. It's actually pretty it's tasty. It's pretty tasty. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's smoother than I'm that. I'm very thought. happy about this one. It, it came... I think the expression is straight fire. Mm. It is straight fire. And uh, this comes from the family of uh, Redemption, the, the makers oh, yeah. of Redemption. I was going to say, it reminds me of Redemption. Right. One of the uh, creators of Redemption, he broke off and he decided to create his own line. And yeah. Deadwood well, comes tasty. from that out of, I think it's Indiana, but it's named after... You know, Deadwood, where um, I was going to say, like the Wild Bill Hickok, yeah. yeah, Wild Bill Hickok is famous for, and um, it know, looks like it should be around like a a, a poker game. <laughs> it really should, <laughs> and you know, because um, Wild Bill Hickok was in South Dakota, but it, that's what it's named for this town, yeah. Deadwood. Um, but what's interesting about it is this is a young, this is a young aged bourbon right now because it's only two years old. Okay, and they 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 step up. They step up, and, yeah. uh, but this is the the lower end. Very good. It came highly recommended. I was at because um, I'm always shopping around for new bourbons yes. and whatnot, and uh, things to try. And I went into a, a winery and uh, spirits distillery uh, dispensary, and there's a place called Roma Wines and Liquors <laughs> in um, in New York City here on yeah. Amsterdam Avenue. And Anthony Levinson, he recommended this. He yeah. he purchases all the spirits for the for the shop. And in, where are uh, they on what street? Ninety six. They're on uh, Amsterdam in ninety six, roughly. Yeah. And uh, very in New York very City. good, very very good. 
And um, I told him, and he's also a filmmaker. Oh, nice. And he, Everyone's um, a filmmaker. But he's also... You have a cell phone, you're a filmmaker. He took his film studies degree. That's fantastic. And started working in spirits because he, he loves... Beverages. Hey, I work so, in IMEs. And I told him, I said, well, you know, we, we'll be talking to you some more. Yeah. And, and he, he recommended this today because I actually went in because we were going to, since I knew Alex was coming back, he we were going to, I was looking for some uh, Four Roses. Ah, uh, yes. But they didn't have any. And there's My a, favorite as there's well. There's a big, there's a lot of things happening with Four Roses. But he said, well, you know what? If you like that and, and you like uh, Redemption, I want to oh, yeah. recommend this. And it, it came highly recommended. And and I was like, okay, I want to try this, and I'll, I'll let you know what I think. But right. I'm I'm really enjoying this. This was actually, um, you know, manufactured or distilled out in Kentucky, so it has okay. your Kentucky flavor, and it, it gives does. me all the notes that I like. All those caramel, toasty notes. Yes, it's caramel. It's it's corn. You yeah. hear you got a little bit of the char from the it's barrel. Smooth, light on the vanilla, but it's there. The vanilla is definitely there because it's heavier on the caramel side. Heavily, of it. heavily mm-hmm. on the caramel. You know what I feel about that? I feel like we could be around an open flame and taking yes. shots, shots yes. from it, and passing mm-hmm. the bottle around. Right. You know, pre-pandemic or mm-hmm. post-vaccination. Right. Um, right. You know, and you're sitting around like a fire, and you're just just taking sips, getting fucked up. Because basically, a good time. just so everybody knows. Because it's not harsh on this, right. on the soul. Everybody like. knows this listening. We're literally just drinking it neat here. Yeah, we're drinking I'm it. I'm right putting now. ice in it because I'm a... Oh, uh, yeah. Alex is well, sorry. Well, Alex is having his on the rocks. Because well, I'm I mean, a white man. You know. So yes. Also, you know, he just got back. He's not, you He's know. not also, really used to this. I don't want to overstate this, but it needs to be addressed. Right. Both of you guys are wearing black <laughs> Crocs. <laughs> and we what are. I want to know is like when you reach a certain age, do does, you the black, cro- does the black croc replace the black force one? No. I, no. I came in with air no. force ones. No. These would just because these were more comfortable than my air force. I've been all over the city in those. Because it's like with the black forces, you're a menace on the streets. Yes. Does Did, black crocs not, mean you're a menace in the streets? Have you not seen these kids? Oh, there, there's a line a outside of the croc store. Does that mean you're a menace store? in the streets? Yeah. In the I'm sheets, definitely sorry. a menace in the There's a line street. outside of the croc store for these all the time. Plus, all the yeah. time. I, no, I'm, I mean, I, I think black crocs are the black forces of the household. Oh, yeah. Of the pandemic. I think so. They they definitely are of the pandemic. But I, I just got to get my pin. Yours are like aerodynamic. I feel like Vaughn's, I feel like Vaughn had his pre-pandemic. Yeah, no. Vaughn's been rocking Crocs since they were originally. I've had a Croc. I mean, those are like chef Crocs. <laughs> those, those are, are definitely chef Crocs. Chef yeah, yeah. Crocs. There's, no, chef there's no Crocs. holes in them. Yeah, they're no. chef Crocs. No oil is getting on your feet. No, no. These are the chef Crocs for sure. And I bought them because of that. They sell them to the nurses and the chefs and, and yeah. all that. But my, he has the other ones though. And I've had I have all of them because I've been buying Crocs since the first iteration of Crocs. Are they that comfortable? In the mm-hmm. night, yes, they are. They're I've more. Never than worn them because I respect myself. <laughs> I said the same thing until I saw the line outside of it, and I was yeah, like, well, "What am I doing?" Well, first of all, you need to put if you collect because I collect little enamel pins, and I used to put them uh, in my backpack yes. like Me a too. fucking raging millennial, yeah, Gen Xer, you know. <laughs> and then all the kids, the Gen Zers, yeah. Uh, and that kind of zillennial cross generation, yeah. they put their pins on. on the yeah, shoes. there, are, there yes. are special charms for these. That's the thing. Little croc charms. Yeah, croc charms. Not that you'll ever see get me mine. doing that, but Tawana yeah. will probably. I will do absolutely likes it do minimal. it because she's yeah. very, you know. I mean, Vaughn is triple black right now. I'm very what black. trendy. He's quad black. Up yeah. with the up with the times. No, trendy wasn't the yeah. word I was going to use. But I, it's I'm not juvenile. I know you think it's juvenile, but it's not. I just don't think 
it's necessary. It's not for 55-year-olds. I appreciate it's for it. People. I appreciate it for people trying to find themselves. It's but not I finding really, yourself. I wouldn't, it's an identity. You, I wouldn't call you Black Panther Shake. You're like Black House Cat. Yeah. <laughs> Black House Cat. <laughs> That's hysterical. You are so ignorant. Black House Cat. You're so ignorant. That always comes home. Because you're like, leave the you door know, open. Because you're like kind of, you know, you're, 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 you're creative and you're urbane. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> All right. Can we get back to the show? Can we please get back to the show? I missed you. This is so much fun. All of these ridiculous so segues. <laughs> it's what it is. It's the flow. Oh, my yeah. God. And Mercury's in retrograde. Okay. Of course he would come back. Of course. That's <laughs> when the X's well, come it's, back. It's, That's when the X's return. It's, it's episode 69. And remind you why you love them it's so like much. It's like herpes. It just kind of comes just back. Just comes back. When you're not ready. Worse than no, before. I don't know right. about that. Worse <laughs> than before. <laughs> I'm, Here I'm, you go. I'm just going to give you the X's connotation. Thank you, Mercury. And you come back and you remind us why we loved you so much. This goddamn And then at retrograde. some point we're like, oh no, this is also why I broke up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but for now you're well, in the I love you part. Well, now there's a 90 minute subway ride between us. Yes. It's okay. But you guys need to come hang out in Prospect Park. We will. Because oh, I, I, I mean, I lived there during the first part girls. of the pandemic. You did. You did. You did. So I, I know what that neighborhood's like. I hollered at you from 20, 20 meters away. Yes. I want you to get um, non attached lesbian friends because they exist in Park Slope. I have them. Oh. oh no, I have attached lesbian friends. Oh Sorry. no, get some that are not. We'll start with the attached. Well, maybe we'll start with the, the attached, and I will influence them to leave and find no, out what their what the radius is. Yeah, I'm just kidding, but I'm not. All right. Well, you know. So okay. I'm going to bring us back to the show. And yep. Tawana is going to talk a little bit about what show she's doing. <laughs> I know, right? It's the show. Yes. I've always been in agreement right. with that. Let's, let's. I need to re-up. I need to re-up. I'm going off mic. Right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Please so. stay off mic for a few minutes. Here you go. Out of the country of Belgium comes Left Brown. Okay. Which is what I'm having today. Left Brown is an authentic Abbey Ale. Both its deep, dark brown color and its full, slightly uh, sweet flavor. Uh, it ascribes to its dark uh, roasted malts. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, roasted notes. Uh-huh. It's got this sort of toffee You were about to say roasted nuts, but okay. I mean, I can say roasted nuts. I don't got a problem with a nut. That's where you were going. That's the one in my mouth. But it, I, I, I love the beautiful <laughs> chocolate color of it. It looks I mean, like my skin. It's, it's, so, it's so beautiful, but it's also so tasty because sometimes when you drink something that's dark, you, people assume it's not very tasty. Mm-hmm. Hence blacks. We are very tasty. We are dark. No. <laughs> Okay. Darker the berry, the sweeter the juice. Anyway, all day, every day. I'll move on. You know, you, you try us. You understand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is so tasty. It makes every sip very like it's got an exep- exceptional taste to it. It really is tasty on the on the buds. And like sometimes you get a dark beer and you think, oh, winter. But this is definitely an all year round beer. And and it has a different feel from like Guinness. And it has like a that. different feel from Guinness. Guinness is also a little darker. And it depends on which Guinness you drink, because one Guinness is milk stout, and the other one is this. This is not a stout. This is just a dark brown ale. So, I mean, essentially, if I could name some things that are similarly uh, placed in, in, in terms of taste and flavor on the tongue, like a Modelo uh, Negra would be similar mm-hmm. to this. Yeah. This is a little yeah. sweeter, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I love and that a this little is, bit darker than the Negro. It, 
No, I it's think, about the same as sure? the Negra, but it, it's definitely sweeter. Okay. Um, but that's that's what the beauty is of it, because you are expecting something dark and rich and bitter, but you're getting something nice and sweet, and I really love it. It's just it's exceptional. Um, that's really like me. See, but I what, come off as bitter, and then you, and then we find out you have months. a heart under that yes. steel chest yes. of yours. Yes. Sometimes See, when we look you. for blood, we you. find a chest. Oh, here like comes a, a this motherfucker. You got something to say? Takes exception to this. <laughs> this, <laughs> this description of a steel oh chest. A steel chest. Hey, you think I'm not going to the gym? Look, look, look. For don't he, don't, don't he, mistake a heart of coal <laughs> for the for the furnace that encapsulates it. Yes. All right. This is true. This, right. this isn't fucking Pittsburgh, dog. I mean, he is like you know the Tin Man, though. in Steel Country. Hey, I keep on ticking. He is like the Tin Man. Where you, you, like, you, like, you like a piece of origami. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so right. sorry, film fans. We're going to move on. No, no, now. this is fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, so it's, a, so it's a dark brown ale, and it has some sort of reddish hints. Yeah. Um, perfect head. The head is amazing, tasty. I think you can find some banana, some wheat, some cherries, some apple in it. I don't taste the apple, but this is what I read. Um, But I definitely taste the caramel. I taste the banana. I taste the wheat. Uh, It's not as chocolatey as you might think because of the sight of it. It actually is more coffee-ish to me, I thought. It's smoother than coffee, but there's definitely something sweet. And I guess it might be the apple or the cherry that rounds it out. I think it's the cherry. I have a question. It's really cool. Yes. Oh, God. When you poured the beer. Yes. Because you said the head was really good. Yes. But, like... I don't remember seeing that much head come out oh, of the Oh, yeah, because I was in the is, kitchen. But that's a good sign it didn't overbubble. Yes. Over froth. Yes. So how much How much of it was, how much head Like head did you have to go I through? I had at least in two inches of head. Really? At least that much. Two inches? Two inches of head. Mm. It was a lot. It was oh. like, yeah, it was a pretty big head. Mm. So, I mean, but it was a tasty head. Sometimes you no get head. for you, though. <laughs> Sometimes you get head and head is not great, but this was great head. You know when you get great head? Yeah, I'm sure you just dove into that. I dove into head. I love head. Head is good. Tasty. And beer and everywhere else. All right. Um, So... (laughs) Welcome back, Alex. I'm so happy to be talking to you right now. This is extended. I love it. I'm a married man. I got a kid on the way. This yes. Is, this is. But you I'm, have I'm to be escaping. that dad that's like slightly. I'm a bad dad. Yeah. This is. Daddy's only, dude. Daddy's only. This is honorary radio. Honorary radio. Remember? Mm-hmm. This is perfect. This is perfect. Right. I know now. Oh my God. Am I honorary radio? Yes. You have are. I, taken I don't, over I don't the know if you're honorary radio. Honorary no, is a little bit. Honorary. I need to start complaining about like Angry. lawns and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's coming. Or like like getting like that's really coming. Karen-esque about people keeping their dogs off leash after 9 a.m. Right. Park, yeah. Which mm-hmm. I'm definitely not. But see, don't say Karen-esque because then that's just blacks or browns. So just say you got to get real like nosy white lady-ish. Karen's is racist. Karen's racist? Karen's are They'd racist. Be racist. They're big racist. They or they're, they're racist. just racist Karen's. No. They're just racist. I oh, think it's man. a it's They a, hate blacks and browns. They just hate. They don't want you to speak well, Spanish. I think, I think uh, well to to You know what? We yes. were at a I went with Jen and her family to a rodeo in Connecticut. I thought okay. about this. I love rodeos, by the way. And we had been forewarned by some other Argentinian friends. Um, now Argentines are as white as the driven fucking say, snow. They're, they're pretty yeah. light. Yeah. 
blanquitos con dineros. Yes. yes. You know. So, And I have some good so, friends so, so they're kind Argentina, of like so no disrespect. So they run around, you know, so they got a little money, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? They run around sort of in the upper echelon. Right. But they would definitely they'd said they'd said to us because they'd gone the day before because we just really wanted to see like because like jen's from texas yeah. like her whole family's from texas like you okay. say there's a fucking rodeo on yeah i like a rodeo she fucking goes to the fucking rodeo you know yeah but we head out there and they were like oh there was like confederate yeah. propaganda and there was all this mm -hmm. shit and like pro-trump because that's connecticut rah 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 yeah. but we went out there on the sunday and it wasn't as bad as i think they made it out to be like i thought every other person was going to be wearing that bullshit Right, but they really weren't. And then when the when the rodeo clown was like, "Do we have any rednecks out in this crowd?" <laughs> and there was like this one dude who just like clearly skipped a chromosome. <laughs> was like, "Yeah, I'm a redneck right here, man." Fucking and then, but it was like <laughs> silence. Right. And then I sort of looked around because I kind of thought everyone was a redneck, to be honest. And it mm -hmm. was totally. 80% of the crowd I, I wouldn't say, say 90% but 80% yeah. of the crowd was 100% people from New York who yeah. just like bought a pair of cowboy boots of course to enjoy some just like country fun yeah, yeah. but like they weren't there for that shit yeah. no they're not but there was still a solid 20% contingent that maybe wouldn't call themselves rednecks because right. they're Connecticut yeah. so they were the McConnells but they would yeah, exactly <laughs> they wouldn't say they're rednecks but they would yeah definitely they down the, the grams and the McConnell's. people their rights you know yeah. what i mean like oh, yeah. They, yeah, yeah, yeah on the low key, low yeah, key. On the, like, systematically like, well with my mint julep on a sunday right i will praise the lord with the right hand and i will take away voting rights with my left yes exactly exactly that. those people those people yeah mm -hmm. i agree with you <laughs> those people anyway i can't remember how we got on this tangent don't, I don't worry i don't really I know why it. it's part of the show it's yeah, okay it's, it's part, of the show. part of the flavor so of the listen show. what happens when you take me out of retirement yeah man all right i'm I about agree. to put you back into it in a I'm okay with this freestyle, Vaughn. However, no, no, no. we were talking the about Virgo. head. We were talking about head, Vaughn. The, the Virgo. That's my fucking. The Virgo of him, you know, he needs to be. Now I do see two inches of head on that beard. You see, you see. see how big it is. Definitely two inches. Ahead it's of big, it. and I didn't even finish pouring. So. Could I have a little bit? I don't want yeah. too much. I didn't drink out of this, so if you want this, you okay. can handle That's anymore. Perfect. I love a good left yes. blonde. Yes. I don't know if you can. Oh, handle it's a brown. Anymore. I love a good cheeky brown. <laughs> I love a cheeky brown. The blonde is Belgium. nice, but I like I like the browns. Like the same thing as uh, Modelo, Especial. I prefer the Negra. This is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Right? It's good. Because Lef, Lef has... I've, I've had a complicated relationship yes, with Yes, I agree. Mm. Me too with Lef. Yeah, I'm sure I kind of have. love it and I hate it. Yes. It's like very Belgian brew house. Mm -hmm. It's like such a standard... Mm -hmm. But I'm definitely more of a... Um, because there's a tradition that you can't break. What's the wheat beer that's common? Hofbrau? No. Hofbrau is a, is a big common one. I was, yeah, because there's like... A, there's Spaten. like There's like the the wheat beer that they always serve at those yeah. Belgian... I, I yeah, think it's, it's Hofbrau. It's Hofbrau. It's Spaten. You know what's funny is Paul Anna is a big one too, but they don't sell them. fruity. Yeah, I think because it's a little fruity. But yeah. it's it's one of my favorite, and it's popping up all over over it's here. Good, yeah, it's like the the Negro Modelo, right? Yeah, yeah. People really love it. It's so tasty. It's yeah. fucking delicious. You can't, it yeah, right? It's not nice Abby taste. Yeah, Abiel. Okay, oh. so this we're getting some dark notes, yep. full flavor. There's an intensity to this. Yes, and I feel like that kind of robustness and flavor yeah. and fullness of 
I'm here, I'm present, I'm yeah. drinking this beer. I think this relates back to the films. I think it does. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. why I chose it. Both films, actually. I thought it was great. I thought Both in films. comparison to the darkness of the of the horror uh-huh. and the uh, the people of, of In the Heights. Yes. Because Africa is firmly represented Absolutely. in In the Heights. And they even reference it. They reference it a million times. Mm-hmm. So I think it was great. I think it's yeah. a good choice. Yeah, for but sure. Did you have interesting news you yes, wanted to speak I about? Yes, I did, actually. Can, oh, glad we remember we're yes. doing a show here. Oh. Um, <laughs> just <laughs> We are. It's, just, it's by the cuff. Just I to, will start with mine while you're getting Go ahead. Getting please start with yours. Please this, start with This is yours. all I got for mine. Just is, bring what you got. Um, come July, New York will fully be open for movie theaters, and that's when I will break my Fuck cherry. Yeah. You haven't gone to a theater yet? No. I'm actually oh, going. We haven't been to movie theaters at I'm gonna all go, because. I'm really? going to go this week because I want to see In the Heights on All the right, screen. so don't leave me, though. Okay. I'm going to leave you. Can you, you guys you judge me for a second? I'm judging you all day. <laughs> Every <laughs> second. Rhetorical question. What's up? <laughs> um, sometimes you have to lead. You have to lead your audience. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Um, Okay, so the first film that Jen and I went to see, because we were just desperate to see anything at Nighthawk, because Nighthawk... Basically yeah, no, no, has great cocktail. Oh my god! They so do all these little so specials. So it's back open. It's back yeah, open. it's been back open. They've st- they they have like literally they have a on their little what what do you call the uh the the bo- the signage around the the theater? marquee the marquee this is the marquee where they put the letters up yes. and they say what films are playing yes yeah I mean they literally would have gone out of business if it hadn't been for the save our screens yeah. Yes. Um, Grant, they basically got one of those P, P- yeah, PPE, mm-hmm. PPE loans. Um, and they literally said, like, thank you, Senator Schumer, right. yes. for saving screens. That. Yeah, for saving screens. Which is, which is, you know, which is crucial. So they, they kept their restaurant open. Yeah. They had, and because they have such a huge marquee, huge they could marquee. get about 20 odd people, yeah. which is more than most NYC restaurants could ever yeah. get inside. Yeah. Um, and they were, and we went there. I don't know we'd go there like every other week. We'd just oh, go there nice. for like tater tots and beer. Yeah, and yeah. Just whatever the fuck, right? Because they make all these things in relation to the movies, like we do. Everything's custom. Yep. So they were making like pandemic cocktails. That's and like fantastic. All this shit. So we were trying to, we we're like doing what we could to, to, to support. support them at the time, uh, but then trying to share the love around because I felt like in that part of Brooklyn, there was actually a bunch of places opened up at the beginning of the pandemic. And they ended up doing really well. Yes. Because right. I was living over there during yeah. that time. Yeah. Like, did you ever go past Winter Bakery? Yes. On 11th, yeah. 11th and 7th? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, did. that place fucking bangs, man. Yeah. Like, there's a line of 10 to 20 people yeah. at all fucking times. Yeah. Sure. And they and they luckily, they had a window that they could serve out of and mm-hmm. just kind of worked for them. But yep. then they expanded into their building next to them. And now they have... They waited until this summer to put a street restaurant up. Well, that's oh, good. But it worked out really well for them. But um, anyway, so we were like, okay, we can go see films again. Yes. We really wanted to see Minari because it okay. was still filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was like fucking sold out. Every night, Minari was wow. sold out, sold out, sold out. Now, they have 50% capacity in the theater. Yes. So I went to see Mortal Kombat. Oh, that was oh. horrible. We'll talk about that offline. <laughs> that was horrible. I actually, I'll, I, I'll tell you about it. I right loved now. it. it I loved it for what it was. I did too. I did. But too. I was a bit like, man, this is the film that I fucking this see. This is the first movie you. This see is the first one I come back. I hope to. it's not an omen. I think for you. it was better than the old Mortal Kombat. Really? But it um, was because it, the okay. old ones were so bad. They, but were, they were bad. But they were great. 
it's out of context for but the they time. were right, far but they fit, more they traditional time. But, than what what this one was this yeah. one didn't follow but, the story really well it it tried but it, it was just a tried, little but it, went it just kind of jumped into the action yeah and yeah. i appreciate that because actually what we were looking for back in the day yeah. was for it to jump right into the action yeah. right because in, in truth we don't really give a fuck about this story. I'm tired of people trying to I say. I want to care about the story. I want to care about the story. But actually, what you want to see is the fight. Yeah, but and I also want a little bit of story. I well, there's. Rich, I mean, so the beginning was amazing with the family story. and that whole thing, dude. And then that's it. That was the best part to me was the beginning when they came and got him. Look, and that, that's the fucking the, the the guy who plays Scorpion. Yeah, yeah. He is the main samurai. Like he's like he's like the one of the top samurais in the last samurai film right i mean he's indelibly he imprinted on my mind he's in a lot of films actually. he's yeah oh, dude he's so fucking and legit. i just loved him in that he was in this sci-fi uh series called hex yeah he was so oh he was good, good as the that. doctor in hex yes he was so good yeah because the second season was so trash I, i've just the first been a fan of his forever yeah, yeah he was really good in that as well anyway yeah. So, so can we get back to Stop some saying get industry back. news? We'll just do it. Let's get, just, just get back. Just do it, bro. <laughs> Let's just get back there. Just segue into that. This beer don't make is fucking don't fantastic. make mention of it because then do it looks like we're doing something bad. Yeah, in the fridge. Well, we okay. are doing. Is something it a bad, requirement that I good. walk out of this building, or can I be dragged into a cab? You whatever you want to do. No, you're gonna have to be in a cab. <laughs> okay. I don't know about. We're gonna get. We're gonna eat after this. Yeah, we're gonna eat because I haven't eaten. in Harlem with you guys. I know we're gonna eat. In oh, Harlem. don't worry. I think we did a Dallas. Harlem barbecue. is awake. We today. did a Dallas barbecue once, but, but that's uh, not yeah. Harlem. No, we did Angel of Harlem. Right. We did Angel of Harlem right. back when. Okay. okay. Twenty eighteen. All right. Twenty nineteen. All right. When. So let's. <laughs> oh you gonna turn my mic off? Yes. All right. Go Nine. get one. Here's the um, opener right here. All right. So in talking about the fact that the the country's coming back. Um, a lot of things are happening in, in the movie industry because what's if you start to notice, you're going to see movies that are going to be a few minutes on streaming. Yes. You know, they're going to be on your, you know, HBO Max. A few minutes. It's more Prime, like 21 days. And, and so on and so on and so forth and all these different venue, Apple, wh- right. wherever you're going to be able to stream a movie. Yeah. But they're really trying to motivate you to get back into the theater. I mean, I'm excited now. I'm ready to go. And so, for example, like the movies we're talking about today, In the Heights. Yeah. In the Heights is going to be the number one movie. This is the first weekend of In the Heights. It's going to be the number one movie for sure. For sure. They're going to make around $13 million. Yeah. The number two movie is is The Conjuring. Yeah, I'm not surprised. The summer is supposed horror horror runs the winter, of course, for for October versions and then there is a summer version of horror movies so I'm not surprised and the number three movie which is back because it got bumped because of In the Heights and and The Conjuring right but it's a Quiet Place. Oh, I'm not surprised, and I need to see that too. A Quiet Place Part Two, um, because it's been number one. That's what we should see. And you hate it. I don't dislike (laughs) A Quiet Place. I'm just annoyed with those people. But but um. Yeah, and a quiet is, place was number one for a minute. Yeah, and, um, it was. I think it was the first big film. Yes, and it is because yeah. it's it's since done. Been back. It's done big numbers yeah. in the box office since yeah. it came out because people have been one. We've been waiting. We on have it. to see that. We've been waiting on it. You ain't gonna wait for me for in the heights. No, I'm not gonna wait on you. Because I think you're gonna go in the middle of the day. I am gonna go in the middle of the day. See? That's true. When I when I'm off, Pe- some people. Of course, are, I wouldn't do it while I'm working. Of no, course, of course not. But I will definitely go see it. 
you know. Sure. Because I want to see it, and I want to see You're it with trash. less people around. You could just wait for me. But um, anyway, so like I said, <laughs> these the. We're trying to motivate, the, the country is trying to motivate people back into the movie theater. Yeah, because, because it's an important place for us. Right, and what they've said was, they don't think that, and I think this is a, a prediction, but I don't think that Hollywood is in fear of that, we'll never get back to those big summer blockbuster movies again. But they're the the theory is they're gonna start with these smaller films. Yeah. Not necessarily not necessarily smaller in production. Right. But they're gonna be smaller in the hype. Now it's gonna be drips. Everybody's hoping that yeah. the the Fast and Furious number nine is gonna what is it, F nine is F9. what they're calling it? That that freaking franchise. But you know what? They're they got big hopes on that. They one. have big hopes. But you know what I feel about in the heights? In the Heights is the Latinos Black Panther. That, that, I feel like and, um, they're gonna come out in droves. That and Crazy because, Rich Asians. Yes, because same producers by the way. They're but producers because that. because they so are representative of the Latino culture, mm-hmm. and it's not just one Latin culture. It's Cubans. It's mm-hmm. Dominicans. It's Puerto Ricans. It's Mexicans. I think it's the same director. I think it is. I think so. It is. Crazy Rich Asians. It is. I it think is. so. It is the same director. And, because um, they really there is a big tie. But you know the numbers tie. they did a they did a breakdown of the numbers, the ethnic numbers of people going to see Crazy Rich Asians. I mean, um, in the Heights, and they literally break it down by your race, and it's so bizarre. I'm sure they do. But I'm like, okay. Yeah, he did. He directed Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, and and you know this, uh, the funniest thing about it. A Quiet Place 2 has knocked out the Godzilla versus Kong. Well, they should. That was the big movie pandemic. That was the, wow. I think that was the first big pandemic. Yeah, that was the movie. first one. But now. Because they were open at 35% then. Right. But now it's kind of changed the game a little bit. But you when know, is. Do we know when 007 is going to come out? Um, no, but we can look it up. October? They're, they're kind of I holding feel, that one. I, I feel like they're holding release. it a little, but they want it out. Yeah, well, they're waiting on, I think Broadway's opening September. Yeah, Broadway's October. back in September. So when, when Broadway's back, that's when they'll drop their big headers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and think so, so too. And so the good thing about it, and see the difference with In the Heights, because it was a Broadway thing and it was a smaller production. Yeah, you're right, October. Yeah, because it was a smaller production, unlike Hamilton. Yeah. You know, for Lynn Manuel Manuega, because it was a smaller production for him, not as many people know about In the Heights outside of New York. I got to speak to him. I I kind of met him, by the way. That's fantastic. Well, he's a genius. Through Zoom. Through Zoom. He's definitely a genius. And I think that. Yeah, it's really. I don't know how his mind works, because to have all these parts. Right. When you see in the heights, you'll understand what we're talking about because yeah. they have all these parts. Should we give them a synopsis really quickly? So, because we're already well, jumping. we're gonna we're just gonna go right into it. Let's start. Let's with just in the start. Heights. Okay, so in the heights, yeah. in the heights is a film version of the Broadway musical in which Uznavi, uh, sympathetic, I love that New name. York, <laughs> yes, and we won't spoil it for you how he re- how he received that name. But um, he's a sympathetic New York bodega owner who saves every penny every day as he imagines and sings about a better life for himself. So for all of you, I can't imagine you don't know what this is because Andrew Yang is using it like a nice little ploy. Um, <laughs> but uh, a bodega. the mayoral rice. Yes. But a bodega is what we call our neighborhood corner stores. 
Um, they usually run by uh, people of the Latin community or people of the Middle Eastern community. It's usually how we... It's like a Yemeni mafia. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty sure. much. Um, don't get it confused with a deli because it is not a deli. Yeah. Not at all. Um, if you bodega. hit Brooklyn, it's Arab. Manhattan, it's like... No, we got Arab right There's down the street. Arab here. Really? Arab yep. right down the street. Most of our On the corner, here are Arab. Those guys are Yemeni. Mm-hmm. Always. Those are actually Yemenis. Yeah. yeah. One That's, of my buddies distributed a yeah. yerba mate beverage yeah. from the west coast uh-huh. and he literally learned arabic so that he could fucking hustle with oh, the wow. yemeni that's learners. a hard language to learn yeah it is it is yeah. it was like sure. you should join the cia don't it's you? like japanese it's got a lot of different weird nuances in oh dialect. you want to speak some japanese sure not not Let's today make it happen. not today when we're, when we're off think this, eh? not today when we're off the mic because daddy is watching and we can't play like that yeah <laughs> A mess. Let's swing. Anyway, so I'll say this. When I really hear a mess. I lived there for fucking six months. What's up? Yes, you did. And we know that you speak it fluently a Mm. little bit, tiny bit. Asia Pacific, baby. What's up? That's right. (laughs) I will say this. As a New Yorker, I really did appreciate the filming of this. Mm -hmm. It was a very New York film. Um, it felt like you, a bit of a love story, right? Like it was a sweet love story. Yeah. It felt a little West Side Story. And, it, and it's hundred percent right. And it's which is coming out. Which is coming out. Yes, yes, it is. Steven, Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. And it, uh, but the thing about Washington Heights is definitely one. It's a celebration of Washington Heights, the community. Yes, it is a community. But it's and to Tawana's point, it is a New York story New for York sure. Story and for that's sure. why it opened the Tribeca Film Festival. Yes, that's why. It which did. is back. Which is a very New York, and they they exhibited their films in the park Mm -hmm. on a screen because they wanted they wanted the whole community to be able to see the film, which is nice. And they're they're bringing people, they're bringing it to Washington Heights. Yes, so it's not just about Hollywood. No, it's not just about Lower Manhattan. Like they're really (laughs) celebrating it, which is a thing here in in a beautiful way. You didn't know, and uh, I think (laughs) that you know it's just. I'm very happy because I saw the film back. I saw the, you I'm saw sorry, the, play. the musical. Yes. I saw the musical back in 2008, I think it was. Yes. And uh, it was just, and, and Lynn manuel he was in it. Yes. He was the, the bodega owner at the time. He was he was the young guy. And it was so. Is this before Hamilton? Yes. This was long before. before. This Hamilton. was his first. No way. Big, long big Broadway. Yeah. It was a big deal. He was on Broadway already. He was on Broadway heights. already. Yes. Yeah, within He's, the Heights. And was, it was a big deal this back was in the his, days. This was his thing. This yeah. is what got him on the on the landscape. Yes. And it was just so it was so beautiful and I just remember all the energy and the power of the music and the people and the dancing and people were just there was so much energy in the audience from it and and just how it, it felt like they would just come off the stage and yeah. dance in the in the crowd. It was such a, a great I didn't see it in musical, and and the story was so, and it was something because if you live in the city, yes, no matter whether you are in Washington Heights or you're in Harlem or you're in yeah. in Brooklyn, right? And by Brooklyn, I mean Bed Stuy, right? So like the five boroughs. No, not no, Park, I'm sorry. Not five boroughs. I'm sorry, you meant. Let me, let me say this not again. Park, you meant Manhattan. Let you me, meant Brooklyn. No, no. no let me That's say it. this again. If you are in Harlem, yes, Bed Stuy, yes. Hmm. Parts of Queens. Parts of Queens. You Queens know, like no Jamaica. Jamaica. You have excluded. Yes. You have excluded East New York, 
Flatbush. No, can, not really. But that's <laughs> Prospect Lefferts. Not we can really. give it we can Crown give you some of that. By the way, that was really Flatbush Prospect Lefferts. Just right. so you know. But yeah. if you we can have that. But Look, what man, I'm saying real about estate that, agent. That's like so bro. No, that's right. the South Bronx. Yeah. But what I'm so, saying so about that and the Bronx. Can't yes. forget about the Bronx. No, you what can't. I'm saying about it is that what about Staten Island guys? No, no haven't done. mentioned that's Long Island. No. You ain't a fucking borough. That's, That's New Long Jersey. Island. I'm yeah, sorry. That is New no, 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 no. I that, wouldn't give them Long New Jersey. Can we give I'd Staten say Island? they're New. They're Long Island more than New Jersey. No, no, we got because give them their New Italian Jersey. community per capita is Long Island. It's the exact same. I get it, but yeah, yeah, but their location they, look, look, is New Jersey. Oh, their location. But they don't support. They don't support the Islanders. No, but they support the Trump. fucking devils, bro. They support Trump. I Shout don't know out to about Kevin. Hockey. Shout out to Kevin. We'll see you next time, Kevin. Kev- as the, Kevin's as, birthday is the white representative. Wait, it. You ready? Yeah. Kevin's birthday, ironically, is Juneteenth. Oh, I know. See that? <laughs> what are, what are is the he chances? To, is he trying to colonize Juneteenth? What are, no, he's like really that. not. He's the anti-colonizer. If anybody was a colonizer, he's anti. And we're going to be celebrating his birthday. Well, we'll celebrate his birthday on next Juneteenth. week. Yeah. Um, so, but to the point is, what I liked about the celebration of that, it was about the community yeah. and how all of the community worked together. You had yes. all the. The, to welcome the different ethnic groups, the nuances, the new people who have arrived to the country mm-hmm. to make them feel at home in the language and the culture and the food. Right. Um, because there is a variety of people right. in Washington Heights, but it's predominantly Latin. Yes. So, you know, if you are a Spanish speaking person, because um, they represented. Cuba, they represented Mexico, Dominican Republic, yep. uh, Puerto Rico, Chile. Uh, El Salvador, Nicaragua. Yeah, but they didn't really speak about that. But I feel like oh, they that's didn't speak about that. No, but I feel like that's more Queens, right? Because Queens, like Jackson Heights, right. is really mm-hmm. that. That's like mm-hmm. the Salvies and all that mm-hmm. Ecuador. Um, they're all there. I feel like that's more Central American or South American, whatever. But um, I mean, it, like if you zoom into Google Maps. Yeah. It'll say Washington Heights at like the thousand foot view, right? Right. But when you when you go in a couple levels, Washington Heights disappears and there's like little Dominican. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little like Dominica, little blah blah yeah, blah, yeah. little blah blah yeah. blah. Like it breaks down into like yeah, these breaks it down. sub sub communities. But they're not really sub. They're pretty blended. You know, mm. like I feel like in Harlem, so we have a big West African contingent here, mm-hmm. which is um all of the nations I heard a lot of, of West Africa. Like languages I did not recognize walking up here. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but all African diaspora esque, right? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 all of those, and then you have African Americans, right? So which are mostly Southern based people who have migrated north. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. So you're gonna find you're not gonna find here in Harlem as many Caribbeans. We don't have Caribbeans. Mm-hmm. Caribbeans are big in Queens. Caribbeans yeah, are big in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They're not big in Harlem. Right. But the Africans reign supreme Absolutely. in Harlem. They're big. Mm. West Africans, yep. big. Uh, a lot of Nigerians, mm-hmm. uh, Benin. Uh, Senegal. Senegal. A lot of the French-speaking countries, right? Yeah. So that's West Africa. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they're here. Big time. Own mm-hmm. businesses, have have whole food tropes. The hair businesses, the hardware stores. Lots of, like, uh, uh, you know... Uh, Shea butter and, and shit, all like stuff. all that stuff. Right. That's yep. all them. Textiles, clothing. And you will find your Dominican hair. 
Yeah, there are Dominican um, hair salons here, but but that's because we're in Upper Manhattan. So it's like either you come down here or you go up to the Bronx. Right. I mean, what's interesting to me was when in the film she kept referring to downtown, like she wants to live in downtown. Yeah. And she was trying to live in Midtown. She was no, but, but she it, said you realize how fucking down. But then she said the village at one point, but her which down, is weird. But her downtown was more anything was more below Central Park, was, right? But anything was actually below, below was actually below Midtown. It was more like that. It was uh, more like Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea between like Chelsea, Chelsea and the village. And that. Yep. That it felt like that's talking. where she was going because she was a designer, so she was trying to get closer to FIT and all yeah, that. Yeah, and all that energy, the fashion industry yeah. area. So, no, but she was know, trying to rent an apartment in Midtown at one point, right? Yeah. And then she said at one point, I thought the but same thing. She couldn't thing. get like she didn't have the credit. It was a right, 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 right. And it was a little racist, but yes. <laughs> at some point and she said the village too. Remember she said yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, wait, bitch, you in the wrong area. When I saw <laughs> that scene. That fucking hit me. Yeah. And look, I'm a fucking white guy. Right. People aren't prejudicing against me. Right. But when they see that you don't have fucking credit history, right? You could be, dude. You could be Dolph motherfucking Lundgren, bro. <laughs> right. You could be the, you, you could be the Aryan Nation poster boy. Yeah. Corporate America ain't fucking nah, renting fucking to you, bro. People. Not at all. They ain't America, poor. despite America's racial shit. They ain't fucking with poor people. No, they are First money. and foremost, they, help, it's about they hate poor people, but we're the ones that push the country. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. right. So I, I, I just like, when she, it was just very, I appreciated that they went through the, yes. those experiences. Yes, the experiences of. people in other countries don't really experience that as much. Yeah. Like in New Zealand, they don't run credit checks, man. No. It's like, hey, what's your job? Yeah, you make about X amount of income. I like your vibe. I'll yeah. rent to you. Right. You know, most oh, places. Not here. Not no. Here. I mean, not here is totally class. I mean, the fact that you have to come up with, you have to guarantee so much They money. said, what, 40 times the rent? 40 times the rent. And I've, I've looked at apartments where they wanted like 10 times the rent. And then they weren't your before, your after for three, four, five months. And I was like, well, how do you, do you actually expect people to have this kind of money? No. Sitting in their bank account? No. 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 You're not going to have $10,000 in your bank right. account. And then you'll have somebody, oh, well, we're going to sell this because we have a, a, a father who wants to get this condo for, his kid. for their kid. Right. And they, because they have a ton of money, a home and a well, money. They got a fucking credit score of 800. And they have a credit yeah. score. And they, have, they can just do it. You know, $200,000 in liquid. Right. right. Or Connecticut. And yeah. that's what, that's what, that's what, or Jersey. Happened. And that's, that's what happened. That's what this, mo- this film. Yeah. Yeah. And also the musical talked about and they the dreamers about, and all those things. It they did kinda, talk about it the dreamers. Spotlighted, it spotlighted the issue that was happening for that community at the time. And it's still happening. Oh, I was going to say it still happened. It's still happening. Because Trump was it, trying to eliminate the dreamers. And right. And so. The newest administration you know, and, pretty much saved them. It's also the immigrant struggle. When you're, yeah, it's the immigrant When you're struggle. the first generation, you know, going off to college. Yes. And, you know, you're trying to get that job and, you know, you have your dreams and yeah. and what your parents want you to do, you know, but then you also have what you actually want to do. Yeah. And, and just being first generation in something that you don't know anything about. No. It's a totally new experience. And so your I first think, four years are building credit. Yeah. Right. That's all you're fucking here right. to do yeah. is build right. credit. Build credit. Because America is built on that. If it's you don't have credit, that. you don't have anything else. It doesn't fucking matter. doesn't matter how rich you are. It doesn't matter how much cash you have yeah. in the bank. You can get by because landlords will say, okay. I mean, I had a landlord offer me a spot. He's like, I'm going to give you 
you know, offer you a reasonable price. Right. I'm not going to gouge you, but right. I need six months up front. And then wow. when the six months, one month out from the six month mark, I need the other six months up front. Right. Wow. And that's, that's so a, that's much astronomical. money. That's astronomical. Oh, that's right. like $6,000. And we were talking like 2800 We were looking, talking 2800 a month. Right. Uh, for a spot in the East Village, Lower oh, East Side. It. East Village? Forget it. No, no, yeah, yeah. Which, which I didn't fucking want. I didn't yeah. want to fucking live there. Yeah. Um, but my company was trying to... Anyway, it was a whole fucking debacle. Yeah. But point being, it was just like... It, it was so stupid. And anyway, I found... I, like, I ended up just... I had to move to Brooklyn. Right. Like, I had to move to Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, and I was just... I was able to do month-to-months... Yes. Or two-month blocks yes. with, like dodgy polish people yeah because then they do a month-to-month lease for you yeah or, uh, brooklyn queens queens will do it too like sunny yeah, side yeah, yeah, will do that sure. for you but no, yeah right. brooklyn, I mean, brooklyn is the only place i found people who were like could fuck like new york didn't give fuck manhattan didn't give fuck brooklyn yeah. and queens manhattan are where immigrants go a lot of <laughs> yeah. times when they come in and right. if you look at brooklyn and queens neighborhoods they're predominantly especially queens yeah. they're predominantly the immigrant immigrant based and, and they'll they'll break up in terms of ethnicity, right? Mm. But then we blend a little within within who we are. So it's like it's interesting because like in the film, like uh, I won't give it away, but Anthony Ramos plays Usnavi, and they explain how he got his name. That's a total immigrant experience. Right. They explain how they how they felt invisible, how they how they strive to be more than who who America says they are. Right. They're not just hairdressers and and shopkeepers and cleaners and and housekeepers right. and you know all the rigmarole shit that white Americans won't do, you mm-hmm. know. And so for the most part and so they explain that and I thought that was really sweet yeah. that they explained they explained that thoroughly and then they had a whole they had this, a, a couple subsects of like romantic relationships that were really sweet right mm-hmm. so it's like is usnavi and vanessa mm-hmm. and then the other one was benny and nina right which mm-hmm. i liked because benny was black right and nina was puerto rican so i like that they integrated that as well because you know there are blacks in washington heights Absolutely. in the bronx Absolutely. um we don't all live in harlem all day i, I don't i always find myself quiz <laughs> puzzled by how how the blacks got to to the Bronx, but because I feel like they but it's was, the same way everybody else got st- right. to the Bronx. Exactly, well, it was super Italian at one. Point. Exactly, it was it Archer. Was, Archer was, Ave was super it was Italian, super Italian, and super Jewish. Super Jewish, yeah. And so was Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn was super Italian, super Jewish. Was Brooklyn was super Jewish, and it still is. I mean, parts of it still are. Yeah, parts. Why of it, do you think the vaccination rate is fucking right? Well, sub, Williamsburg, sixty percent. Williamsburg is like heavily Dominican yeah. and and and. Hasidic Jewish, so it's like yeah, it's like you know, ultra orthodox and Hasidic. Ultra orthodox yeah. and Hasidic. So it's like New York has this amazing landscape. So like if you looked up Queens, Queens has over fifteen hundred dialects spoken. They have an international food festival, which is amazing. Yeah, I've been you, to that actually. You can go to like two hundred different countries yeah. just by eating the food alone. So New York in itself is truly the melting right. pot. And that America think, brags about. I think that's the thing that was so represented in the film. Yes. In, in, in the fact that you had so much going on there, so many cultures, but 
it was still at the end of the day it was still a community yeah and people still looked out for each other yes and i think the underlining factor for that was because they all spoke right. relatively the same language like you, you know speaking spanish is 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 so it's sort of like speaking english right so we can understand people in britain we can understand people in new zealand we can understand people in australia but they we all speak a, a bastardized version of the british mm -hmm. english but um for the most part we're all speaking the same language so that's what happens in washington heights right everyone speaks spanish yes there are different dialects mm -hmm. but for the most part they are speaking spanish a generalized version of spanish right. that they can understand so they come from the same experience they understand where you're coming from even if they're not from say uh cuba or 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 dominican republic they could be from mexico and be like but i still understand how you got oh, yeah, here you understand and i understand what trials you're going through i understand that you're invisible mm -hmm. i understand all of these things and so i'm going to speak to you in the yeah. language in which we speak. And that's what brings the community together. And I have to give a special shout out to my friend, uh, actor Hugh Jones, who was also in the film. This is one of his first speaking parts. He's been acting for a while. He's here in New York. Yes. And he was one of the first scenes in the film. And yeah. I, I have to just give Hugh a special shout out. I'm going to tag you on this episode, Hugh. Because <laughs> I want you to come and talk to talk to us about your acting experience right. yeah, he here was, in New York. From time to time, you'll go like, there's Hugh again. I was like, I there's keep talking Hugh about again. Because like, he keeps popping up in all these He was in New something we saw recently, yeah, too. He was in uh, that, that uh, show on... Um, Run the World. Oh, yeah. He was on Run the World, he which takes place in Harlem. He yeah. was in Pose. He was in Pose. He's been in a lot of New York productions. And so yeah. this was one of his first feature films. And he had he had lines in the very beginning. So yeah. I was happy to see him there. So shout out to you. Yeah, Hill. he had a couple lines. And that was so, cute. So, um, you know, once again, like I said, it, it, but it spoke to the fact that there are so many different cultures in one place. Right. And that's the beauty of New York that we that all come together. Beauty. Look, Alex is here from fucking New Zealand. Yes. You know, so it's just like What's there's up? so much <laughs> happening in, in one well, place. Well, you know what? What's what's interesting is um, I'm so grateful that I was raised in New York, born and raised. I'm a native New Yorker. I know that's foreign to a lot of people because right. there's not a lot of us left. But no, there are a there are a bunch of us still here, and I feel like we become tourists of that. Well, people see us as 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 like little special nuggets because they're like, oh, "Tell me about what New York used to be," right. you know, when Times Square was this trash, you know, mm -hmm. and so, but. You know, what I've appreciated about New York is I've never not known. I've never known what it was to not have a friend from another country. Right. I grew up with people who were from other countries or whose families were from other countries. I grew up with people who uh, whose families uh, who spoke other languages. I never thought speaking other languages was weird. I never thought uh, Chinese or Asian or uh, and then when I say Asian, I mean like West Indian. Uh, I mean, um, I mean Indian. I mean, you know, South Pacific. I mean, African. Uh, I mean, keep going. I've known every culture I think that almost exists because I was born and raised in New York. I've right. eaten so many different foods. I can't even tell you. Let's see if the Midwest has ever had Ethiopian. I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ethiopian cuisine. It's it's, it's I feel very blessed to have been yeah. born and raised here because I never felt like I was sided off in like a place 
in which I would just eat the same rigmarole stuff all the right, time. All the time, because we, we, here we have a lot of variety. Here we have a lot of variety, and we've always had variety. Mm-hmm. We've never had anything else. So it's always been a good, a good place to be, and I love it, and I hope to never leave, but I know I will one so day. So Tawana, <laughs> tell us a little bit about the cinematographer, because one thing about yes. Washington Heights, the, the film, was that in the heights it was just so visually stimulating it was extremely visually stimulating and it it felt like the the musical came off the stage and onto the screen yes and uh it just was beautifully done there was just so many beautiful moments in there and, and just it 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 definitely made you if you were missing for people who like to go to see musicals and, right. and productions like that, it definitely made you feel like you were at a at a musical for sure. Yeah. Well, the cinematographer, who I'm quite proud to say as as a woman, is Alice Brooks. Mm-hmm. She's a woman. I'm pretty sure she's American. I couldn't find anything definitive, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure she's an American uh, American cinematographer. I mean, she's done a lot of the films. She's done Jen and the Holograms, which made me go, oh, yeah. She's done Home Before Dark, which is an Apple pro, uh, uh, production. Um, she's done Emma, Alex and Me. You know, these are all big, pretty films. Uh, right. Tainted Love. Like, she's done a oh, lot. Oh, Tainted Love. That was the one we actually wanted to see, but it, it yeah. didn't stay in the theaters long. Yeah. She's done a Tainted Love uh, television series, too. But, you know... Um, um, and she, she also did a, t- a Tom Clancy film too but wow. I thought it was really beautiful they did so many really interesting things right. the, there was a and I'm not going to spoil it but I'll just, I'll just note it so, so we just say so there was a moment between Benny and Nina on the building mm-hmm. which is really interesting if you've ever seen the Apple commercial when a guy walks along the building that was exhibited in the film, but I think it was so beautifully done. It was like a waltz. Yeah, and that was a definitely a Broadway effect where they yeah. do tricks on the stage. Tricks on the stage Very and in nice. the screen. But there was a moment when Vanessa goes to um, apply for the apartment, mm-hmm. and the 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 textiles are falling yeah, the from fabric. the sky. Mm-hmm. There's a part when they were going to the to the local pool, right? So here in New York, when we go to local pools, it looks like one we're going to an armory. Yes, always. <laughs> always. It's like a it's castle, a right. like a prison almost. And then you walk in this big gate, and then there's a giant, like Olympic-sized pool. And there, and then there are these stone steps that you sit on. They really captured they that. They captured and that. The fact that the entire New York, community is there. Right. New York is also like when we go to pools, we're not sitting on soft like grass. We're sitting on concrete steps with our towels. We're laying out on concrete, and it's never like pretty, yeah. but somehow it's it's comfortable yeah. and community based. So there was all that, and then they had that rotoscoping scene so there were a lot of elements in which uh they included all these different variety of of types of filmmaking right mm-hmm. in which and the cinematographer had this way of like shining light and through a window and making things feel really tiny and small but then making things feel really big there were lots of tunnel shots and mm-hmm. lots of subway shots which i give them 100 percent credit the they use a real fucking subway I love the <laughs> and subway i feel work. like when they went back in time when they were speaking about like the cuban immigrants right I love that, that was like 
You know when you go to the MTA museum and you can ride on the original subways? Mm-hmm. Right. It felt like they shot it in one of those original subways. Could have been because they went from the modern subway They went from to the, the modern to the old one and it mm-hmm. looked genuine. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's it. maybe it's nothing to you if you don't live in New York, but as a native New Yorker, as a New Yorker, if you've been here for like years, 10 years, right? Six years. There you go, six. I'll give I'm you five. I'll give you five. I'll give you five. You give me five? Why I'll do you give, shave one no, off? No, no. I'm saying I give you up to five to be a New Yorker. No, no, it's ten years. It's ten years. The ten year is the ten year. It's a ten, ten year. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. Because you gotta, ten. you gotta. Well, first you gotta struggle. Well, you gotta lose all your money. I think yeah. that's an important part. Yes. And then you gotta rebuild yourself. <laughs> you gotta rebuild right? yourself. Show that you're a real motherfucker. Like you, you can can't take run the back to. The, you can't come back to the Midwest. No. Right. You know. Or like have mommy bail you out. You can't go back right, home. Right? No, you can't go. You, you can't com- go to Long Island. You either. have to compromise your values. You yes. have to make some money. Yes. You have to have some kind of mental event which requires you to have some form of therapy. Yes, <laughs> it's so true. Oh my god, that is so New York. Oh you my get god. rebuilt. People yes. really don't. You understand. get savage as fuck. Right. You find yourself. You create whatever the fuck it was that you were sent out here to do. Right. Uh, and then you know. And then and you, you know, and what? then you become a functioning member of society. And Alex, that's a process. You, you just spoke to something, and that's why you know what's funny New is York I, will never fail because New no. York is savage. New York is savage. New York's hard fucking core. Bro. We're gonna come Hardcore. back from the pandemic the oh, yeah. way we came back from. But 9/11. when 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 Cuomo was like, "We're New York tough," I was like, "You fuck right when New York tough," yeah, fuck right. and yeah, that's bro. what New York says. Yeah. New Yorkers say, "Right, fuck you. Right. You fuck right when New York right. tough." Exactly. Dead ass. Exactly. I'll be back. Dead ass. Exactly. I'm on my way. I'm going to wear this fucking mask right now. Bro, I'll work, I'll work 80 hours a week right. and use the fucking pronouns, bro. That's right, bro. You know what I mean, <laughs> dog? That's New York. Oh, my God. New York I'm not woke, hard. but I love my neighbor. Fuck right. you. But that's, right, right, right. But, but, but that's what you got. That's yeah. what you got in this movie. Yes, that's what you got. All you got day. New York all day. All day. All day. You got and it. it was fantastic. You got it in the movie. It was just so sweet to watch yeah. all the nuances and people come together. And even like the people who were born here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like first generations talk about the pressures of like being first generations and going to school and then facing racism in other places. Yeah. I, I thought that was one of the most probably one of the most important and effective parts of the film if you experience that Mm -hmm. you know because i just feel like look i'm not speaking this from my experience because my parents were just like bro like just go fucking do whatever the fuck you're gonna do you know (laughs) um but i've seen that from friends who are first generation yes and it's just i mean the the pressure is just relentless and it's you know, and I just think like, you know, in certain communities, it's like you need to be a lawyer or a doctor. And right. I see kids, it's like, bro, you need to be fucking like making mud paintings right. on a 20 foot nope. wall no. at, you know, no. at some fucking gallery you somewhere. Can't. I've had but, like, friends that's not, cry over, over yeah. an A minus. I'm yeah. like, what <sighs> the fuck? <laughs> They're like, no, if I don't bring home an A or A yeah. plus. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's serious. Bro, yeah, I could serious. bring home a C. And if I just told my mom that... I tried my best. I tried my best. Right. This is what I was able to do. Right. But she did not fucking tolerate lying. Yes. Like, if I didn't try my best, right. she would fucking know. Like, yeah. I'm not a fucking... They call girl. you I'm not a very good liar. So, right. she would she would f- see that shit and I'm like, no. Like, 
this is not a good subject of mine. I'm not vibing. I tried my best. This is what I'm getting. Right. But that's like, that's not how, that's not how first generation first kids generation and families First generation kids are roll. No. no. Oh, and you were lucky because I grew up with a mom that was a teacher. Oh, so boy. that was not happening. That's not happening. You, dude, my parents were hardcore socialists <laughs> slash my granddad was like a fucking communist, bro. <laughs> as All long right. as I, as I they, they wanted me to make a little money, but like, right. Like honor the worker roots. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I had to, I had to like, I, when I got cert, when I, I became a ticketed certified steel fixer, like welder. Oh, you had a, a trade. Yeah. I was like, oh. I, I had a fucking trade, dude. Oh, wow. And they were like more proud of that than when right. I graduated you, with you a bachelor's. You showed worth. You yeah. showed worth. <laughs> but I yes, got my bachelor's definitely. degree and they were like, yo, paper. that's what's up. Yeah, because exactly. they're just like, what are you doing with a fucking desi architectural design degree, bitch? That's nothing. They were right. like, that's useless. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. paper. It's Go to can, Hawaii, but can you weld make tanks furniture? for the Americans and right. make real money. You right, know? Right. And I was like, well, okay, that's not a thing. But... <laughs> They want to be now, bitch. To be to be that guy, but they don't yeah. have the foresight. But I thought this film was really good. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not a huge musical fan. Mm -hmm. The only other films that I love as musicals are uh, the Spike Lee joint. No, are the Wiz and mm. and the Sound of Music are the two films that I really love as. You don't like Dreamgirls. <laughs> Dreamgirls is good, but you know, like for me, the influences in my life were The Wiz. Was I'm told I saw The Wiz thirteen times. Mm. Why not I, fourteen and, times? Because I saw the movie thirteen you times. You're a real motherfucker, then. First of all, they took me to see it thirteen Every, times. Everyone, they're knows. the real motherfuckers. Knows I was a kid. The key. And then I saw the play like two or three times. So like. Apparently, I, I had to listen to the album all the time. So the Wiz is a big deal for me, and I do have a special heart, special place in my heart for the Wiz. But um, but right. also the sound of music really captivated me for some reason. Uh, Dreamgirls is great, but I, I I don't know. I think the Wiz grabbed me in a different way. It's more fantastical. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think in terms of Dreamgirls, I think. I was too young for Dreamgirls to understand, to captivate, you know, to mm. really encapsulate that. So it's like um, Sparkle, that too. Like, I appreciated it, but it wasn't my story. Mm. I felt like The Wiz, because of its whole fantasy theme and my age, I think that really set the bar for me. Well, you know, I, one, I've seen, because my family was big on making us, go to Broadway shows and oh, yeah, Broadway my grandma things too. and that was a big thing in our yeah. in our household. So I've been going to shows and doing that stuff for a long time, all of yeah. us. But the thing is what I what I can and I'm not big on people breaking in the song, but I think that <laughs> what was cool about it was the songs kind of just it wasn't it was a musical that's not a musical mm -hmm. because it it had a a nice thread of story. Yeah. And the songs just lended to the story that was happening. Yeah. You know, Dreamgirls is, 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 is a classic. I and like Dreamgirls. And then, of course, The Wiz is iconic. The Wiz is iconic. You know, though. so it's just like, but then I remember. Stuck in that snowstorm in Queens? I mean, right. who doesn't know There are just that? so many things that I, I just right. think about with certain musicals. But what I loved about it was with, with what In the Heights did was 
it brought me Africa. It brought me Latin culture. Right. It brought me all those things in one space. It brought me Cuba. Right. It brought me all right. of the families together. And, you couldn't and, say and all Cuba. The you have to say Cuba. Right. It brought Watching me all that. of that together. Cuba Libre. Yeah. Right. It brought all of that together for me. And that yeah. I can appreciate yeah. because I know as, a, as an African-American person yeah. that music yes. is life. Music and, is life. And it resonated and, and through the, this film. And the uniter. Right. It, between the music, the food, the, food. the references, and, and the family Tons references. And, and grandma. I was, there were just so right. many the moments. The elders. Right. There were just so many moments mm. in that film. And the and, unity. Right. The, the bringing people together. Of the community. Um, uh, of the community. Uh, how they united through good and bad. And, and what, tragedy and, I'm gonna and, and just, hope. I'm going to just call this out. One thing that I enjoyed the most that I did not see in this film, there was no drugs, there was no, no abuse, there was no uh, none of that. Well, because we just, exist. Right, we exist. We exist outside that scope. all of that. We are not so every... so many times, yeah. Hollywood, the media, the, well, general, that's what they know. the general public of America yeah. assumes that everybody of color has to have this underlying... Oh, Sad we're trope. downtrodden and right. it's about yeah. drugs and all yeah. this other stuff. Sure, we might be poor, yes. but we, we have the richness of family. Yes. We have the richness of culture. Community. We have the richness of community. We have the richness of food. Yes. We don't need money yes. it, just to make us who we are. Yes. And so that's what you saw in this film. And and, and that's what Lynn captured the most when yeah. in writing this People, every, he showed the struggle right. in such a beautiful way. And right. I thought that was amazing, too. He showed from the, okay, I can't get the name right, so I'm not even going to insult y'all. But the eye shaver. Right. He showed that mm, guy. He yeah, showed yeah, the yeah, Mr. Yeah, Softy yeah. guy. Yeah. He showed the hairdresser, the nail technician. He showed the bodega owner, the cleanser, the um, mm -hmm. the, the housekeepers, right? Um, he showed... He showed everybody. Who and was the trying. people going off to college and trying right, to do Right, the dreamers, right? Because right. those are you the dreamers, everything. essentially. The so bodega he, owners. Right. He showed everybody who came to this country mm -hmm. and struggled to make what they could make out of nothing. And he showed the dreams of, like, returning home, but understanding that, yes, home was great, but you are home now. You've created a new experience here. And now this is the place where you will rebuild this is a place where you will find your new family right. and create a family from your family, your existing family, and create this extension yep. of yourself through the community that you exist in. And and everyone had a story that existed. You know, mm -hmm. I love the moment when Danielle was leaving, and that's not giving anything away. And people, she went into the courtyard, and everybody was laying mm -hmm. around because there was a blackout. And she was like, what are we doing? And she was like, mi gente, what are we doing? And they were like, well, it's too hot. She was like, mother, f I ain't never seen brown people hate the heat. She was right. like, we survived slavery. We right. survived conquistadors. Right. We survived a part, you know, we, she, she named all these things. Yeah. And right. she was just all like. All these different oppressions. All these different oppressions. She was like, we survived. And you can't survive a little fucking heat? Right. Get up. 
And that was a beautiful scene as well. Because it also, did, not only did it exhibit community, but it exhibited the individuality of everyone. Mm-hmm. One girl spoke about how her mother was like Dominican and Puerto Rican and her father was like Chilean and something else. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, she was four things. Right. Which is fantastic, which is exists but, the multicultural said, And how she ended it was, but uh, I always tell people I'm from I'm Queens. From Queens. <laughs> <laughs> which is so New York. Right, which right? encapsulates it all. It's so New York. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm all these things, but I'm from Queens. Right. Which is a whole nother section of, yeah. of conversation. But the, the shaved ice is shaved ice is called Piragua. Yes, Piragua. He had a whole song for that. Yeah. And it was just so great. So like I said, even if you've never lived in these kind of urban experiences, you will understand what you will relate to is family. Yes. You will relate to culture. Community. You will relate to food. Yes. You will relate to to how, wherever you live. Yes. We all live in communities. We all live in communities. And I think that that was the beauty of this film. Yes. And and so Tawana, I'm going to wrap this part up. By saying that I'm gonna let's get I'm, some right, let's get some right. I'm gonna give this an an uh, uh, a a five out of five because I really Whoa. enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because I perfect been, film, and I've been waiting yeah, on it. It's pretty perfect. I've been waiting on it, and it was Damn. good to see it. Yeah. It was good to see it coming out of the pandemic, and the reminder of what's important. And what I perfect think we've film. learned here, yeah. what I think we've learned throughout this last year and a half, is that what's important is community. What's yes. important is family. What's yes. important is how we work together to make yes. things happen. And it's not about your money. It's not about yes. your status. It's about how we come together. Yeah. Yes. And that's what this movie celebrates. Yes. It really did. Yeah. It really did. Whole, wholeheartedly. I. My review doesn't really matter, but you too. <laughs> Not really. But like, I don't think it's a perfect <laughs> film. I don't think well, it's nothing a perfect, is perfect film. I wouldn't give it a f- five out of five. Gut check for me, it's like a four six. It got okay. you. Because, but like, and, and normally, if this was about any other topic at any other time, a musical for me would be sitting in the threes or the twos. Mm-hmm. Because you're not into musicals. I agree. No, but like Lin Manuel could do fucking anything, and he's in the yeah. fours, to be honest, because yeah. it's just so real. He is. Very it's so real raw. It's honest. The the music is woven so well into the narrative. Yeah, it's really it interesting. It speaks to it. It doesn't feel extra. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't. Feel so forced. much Broadway feels so forced. Yes. Yeah. It you feels know, like but, I have to do a song. Here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, but that's not how his thing. So yeah, no, so I think for me, really like a good four six. I mean, are you in the same? Are you perfect scoring? I'm. Um, I think I'm perfect scoring. I'm pretty sure of it. And I will tell you this because I don't. I didn't know of his work. I knew of it, but didn't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I only knew Hamilton, mm. and yes, Hamilton was me good. Too. But I was like, all right, whatever. Okay, he rapped a bunch of shit. Okay, that was cool. And I thought how he, I thought he was. It was really brilliant how he placed the the rhymes and how everything worked. And I, and I thought it was really interesting that he created um, hip-hop on Broadway, in a sense. I'm sure he's not yeah. the first, but, I mean, because there's Platanos and Collar Greens and all those other mm-hmm. films. I mean, all those other Broadway plays that had existed before this. 
Well, he um, made it. But he made it mainstream. He made it mainstream. Let's he, not forget Bring the Noise, which right. led into this. Right. But he, with, with uh, Savion Glover. Savion Glover. But he made it mainstream. He made it Jay-Z level. Yeah, he made it Midwestern. Right? Midwestern. Got like people coming from fucking Arkansas to exactly. see Exactly. So people, everyone's trying to watch it on their HBO Max or in their theaters, and it's because of him, and it's because of Hamilton. But what yeah. was interesting is I... Me watching this, understanding that this was his first piece, not Hamilton. Yeah. Um, I was like, wow. Oh, so he was doing the rap thing beforehand. This isn't like oh, a yeah, kitschy sure. thing. This isn't like no, he, he thought, I'm going to take rap and, and make a rap play. No. no, he was doing this before. So I yeah. was like, oh. But the way he inter intermingles like the songs with the stories and the dialogue, it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And... And the reason why I'm giving it a five out of five is because the cinematography was astronomical. Beautiful. It was really a beautiful thing to mm -hmm. watch, and it made me love it. And so I was really happy to watch this. Because right. if I was just like, all right, this was cool, I would give this shit like a four or a three. But, <laughs> but this was fun, and I, I was happy to watch it. I'm happy Vaughn chose this one because I didn't choose this. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting. And yes, I will give it a five out of five. And I will say, just go see it if you can. And if you're brave enough to watch it in the theaters, you know, cash, you know, AMC's got some deals. Oh, I'm going to see right it on now. AMC. So like, you don't even have to sign into your A-list. You can going. just, you can just like, it's like half price or like 12 bucks now to see a movie, mm -hmm. which is fantastic in Manhattan. So yes, like, cause like cause it's, it's $12 now at AMC. I if, am going Because they're not forcing it. you to use your A-list. 17 to 20. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're not forcing Easy. you to use it until like a certain day. I think like August. You have to make the decision. But anyway, I say all that to say, um, take your family. Um, take your friends. Like, take your girl. Take your guy. Go see it. Have a little fun. Because what's happening is that we're opening back up and the world needs a little celebration. And this is nothing but celebratory. Yes, it is. So, um, you know, if you like a good, uh, what do they call that? The people that suddenly dance in the street and it's like all choreographed and formed yeah, ahead flash, of time. Like flash, flash mob. Oh, you flash like a good mob? flash mob? This is it. Oh, and the lead actor from the film, he just signed uh, a new record. Anthony, what's Anthony it? Ramos. Anthony Ramos. He Usnavi. Just, he, yes, Usnavi. He, he just got his first record deal Go signed. And, uh, and I, I watched an interview with him because um, Lady Gaga told him, she right. said she gave him some advice. She said, okay, now you got to step your game up. Right, right, you're right. not acting now. Right, right. You're not on Broadway now. Right, you're you an artist. You are going to be a singer. So right. you have to bring all of that to the game. I mean, yeah. And I so I was like, okay, was and you know, and, and you know what? I think he's going to be ready for it. And he's been a, he's been around for a he's long time. He's been sort of floating around for a while. And She's got to have it. He was really right. good in that and, series. And, and he was in Hamilton. Netflix. He was in he was Hamilton. in Hamilton. So he's been around for a minute. And um, I know his Crown Royal commercial stands out for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people like that. But so I just Ooh, went, I haven't seen that. He yeah, has the most amazing set of eyes. Yeah, I cannot stop staring at his yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where'd you get these fucking eyes from? He's a very and the freckles. Right, and he's a he was a scene stealer in um, she's got to have it. Yeah, he series. definitely was. He's he's just got that personality. So I, I was upset that Vanessa wasn't like more into him. Well, yeah, things happen. But I think you know she was playing the whole chill, right, calm role. Even our friend said several times, "Bitch, you never pay for your coffee." 
Like, right. You never noticed? You don't pay for coffee? Yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. were letting her know. They were like, hello. They were letting her know. They knew he what she loves didn't you. Know, right? You're not paying attention. So, But you know, like I said, it, it was one of those things. Go see it. Check it out. Go see now, it. Check it out. Or see it on HBO Max if you if right. that's your comfort level. I respect it and I understand. But check it out. We're all living different experiences in this pandemic. But please, let's jump but into the Please, conjuring. let's um, check it out. And, uh, Can yeah. we conjure a second review? Yes. Let's, let's, I don't know. Let's go. Look, we're, we're an hour eighteen into this. Bitch, yeah, I mean, so. yes. I mean, don't don't you quote time? Yes, because you were the because you're the reason why the time is at one eighteen. Right? They. <laughs> okay. We, I can make time whatever we, I decide. We've been giving you be. some space to live. Okay. Oh we're opening space for you. Yeah. Well, Tawana, <laughs> can you so, break us down and give yes. us a synopsis? So, the Conjuring, the Conjuring three, three, the devil made me do it reveals a chilling story of terror, murder, and unknown evil that shocked even experienced real-life paranormal investigators Ed and Lauren Warren. (laughs) One of the most sensational cases of their files. It starts with a fight for the soul of a young boy and then takes that beyond anything that we've ever seen before. To mark, this is the first time in U.S. history that a murder suspect would claim demonic possession as a defense. Okay. Starring uh, the usual tropes, right, of the Conjuring series, Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, um, and then there are several people that extend after it that were the resounding uh, cast, but I named these two because they're noticeable. Um, Directed by Michael Chavez, and of course produced by James Wan, who has started the series. Yes. Uh, James Wan comes, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like James Wan comes from. He was from X Files fame, and I mm. feel like he then he expanded out. James Wan has a number. He's Insidious, I think. I think he's yeah. part of the Insidious tropes. Yeah. I mean tropes films. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought what I liked first of all, I'll preface this by saying this. I am an absolute 100% huge horror fan. Yes, you are. I used to subscribe to Fangoria back in the days. I used to, when before we had email, I used to write motherfuckers to send me their, their catalogs for making my own like horror masks. I had Freddy Krueger uh, uh, gloves on my mirror my, and posters everywhere. The Lawnmower Man, Freddy Krueger. Uh, I was in big jason but like i had a lot of slasher stuff so i was always big into all those a reanimator uh for me it was big to write my own films without my parents saying your brothers and sisters can't watch that (laughs) um being the oldest so it was big it was big so weird right it was big for me to have that that individuality to pick my own films which made me a cinephile right so i could pick my own films and develop my own taste in films and so Horror was a really big part of my life. It still is. I really love horror. I love the sensation of being scared safely in your seat. It's like a roller coaster ride for me because I hate roller coasters. Um, and so, <laughs> what I, I I really enjoyed this. And what I like most about it is, if you don't like jump scares, the same for you. There's a couple jump scares, not quite as much as the original Conjuring. But still dissimilar because of the demonic possession. I really enjoyed how they run around um, solving these crimes, right? So they're kind of like, they're kind of like the hunter 
mm-hmm. or the Cagney and Lacey's of this, of the horror, f- I mean, of the, uh, uh, what's the word, supernatural fair, right? Right. So Ed and, and, Ed and Lorraine have been, am I saying that right? Ed and Lorraine, right? Yeah, that's the name. Ed and Lorraine have been doing this for quite a while. Lorraine has passed not long ago. Ed's been gone for a while, but I'm, I'm so happy that they keep doing this. Um, you know, this one is not as frightening as the others, but I love the Warrens as a couple. And I just love these, these, these whole, like, it feels like a Daffy retro updo, in a sense, <laughs> right? With these, like, this, this quasi-Victorian look over the Brady Bunch gone wrong, right? Yeah, definitely the Brady Bunch. Right, wrong. right. And I've, 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 just, I've just really grown to really love them even more so. Well, you know, it's a love story. It's yeah, really it's also a love, a love story because mm-hmm. these two are together and there's mm-hmm. always this and they're, they're battling through the end, yeah. regardless. Yeah. You know, at times they feel very dorky, mm-hmm. but you also feel like they could save your life. Yeah. <laughs> and I would not exist without them if that was the case, you know. And so I really, I really enjoyed this film. This is a fun summer horror film. Right. This is nothing to quibble over. We don't, we're not breaking down things this, in this particular episode. Um, a lot of special effects were interesting. Like I said, there's some jump scares. There's some mystery. Uh, lots of intrigue. Lots of sound uh, to, to edge the mood forward and create the suspense even more. Um, and I, I think they're also leading us to. Uh, I think they're also leading us to to Ed's eventual demise in this. He doesn't die in this film, but uh, but, yeah, we, another, but we but we understand that one. Ed dies before Lorraine, right? And I think he had heart issues. So, um, and I think these types of cases have been bringing them on because you know, right? The devil reaches into your chest and does blah 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 blah, but. I, I feel like they're telling us a story with these. And I mm-hmm. want to keep going to see where things end up. Because you know what? What's going to happen when Lorraine is by herself still solving fucking problems? You know what I mean? Right. So I'm curious to see where that goes. I'm curious to see what happens with the daughter, who they keep presenting in the film. She was in this one, too, but very brief. I don't even remember her. She was in this one, brief. And it's the same girl from... it. The, the girl who plays her daughter is the same woman that... She's in The Handmaid's Tale. She plays a young, a young wife in The Handmaid's Tale. Mm. Um, so it's really interesting, and I love this little actress. But which whose name I'll find out. But I thought you know it's a different breed of horror, but I think it still does just a beautiful, engaging job well, you, with keeping us established in terms of balance and humanity and fear. Yeah. Well, you know what's what's interesting to me. I can watch this series, and I'm not. I don't like a slasher film. I don't like right. a gory horror film like right. Saw and, and movies like that. But what I and I'm not as afraid as Alex is <laughs> to, to watch a horror movie. Not doing but it. Not doing what it. What I can appreciate about this is that the story is is in this supernatural realm. Right. In the way that it pulls you into it, you're interested to see what happens. It's not that you. Yes, you are afraid, but you're also interested to see what's going to happen next right. and what. What the nun did in the in the conjure in the conjuring, in the conjuring series universe yeah. is that it created like it had more intensity and more fear. It than had deep this fear, one yeah. did. Yeah. But it, it, so it did the you, original conjuring. Right, it hit you in a different place. Different place. But this gave us 
this gave us a taste of something yet to come because I feel like yeah, there's it was definitely, definitely something warning us, right? And but th- that's what this stuff is is good at doing, mm-hmm. like the three different Annabelle. Yeah, like, that we've or seen. the nun alludes to to Lorraine's past as a nun, right, right? Right. So, like, by the way, segue really quickly. If you Google online, there is um, there are several blogs that will tell you how to watch the Conjuring series mm-hmm. in sequential order, not in the order that they came out, but in the historical order that they exist in. So, like, how their cases begin. So, essentially, you start with the nun, right? And then Annabelle, because that was like their first case, and then on and on and on and on. So it's really interesting mm-hmm. if you want to watch it in that order. I mean, if you're geeky, but, like you know, me. And, and and Patrick Wilson, he's and, great, and and Formiga, they just do yeah. So Vera. they bring they bring so much as far as actors go. Yeah, they bring you, a lot. You enjoy. You just want to watch them because right. they're so good with each other. And yeah. they've held this series down from the very beginning. Yeah. And I can't even imagine it without them. Even when oh, you no. see younger versions of them, no, no, you no. need them to be in it in some kind of way. Right. And I'm I'm glad that they they jumped into this because for actors of their stature and the kind of work that they've done outside of this right. work, for them to jump into this and always be down to do more. Right. I really can appreciate that because we need them to bring that gravitas to it. Right. Because they, they do and you and you just have to watch them because you, you actually believe in their performances and they're ride or die for each other. And that's the that's right. the beauty of who what they represent as the couple. Right. You know, and so I think it's it's cool to, and, and as as the fans of this this genre and this series, this right. universe, we're all watching it because we want to see what's going on with them. I agree. I you feel know? like this is going to wind up because look like, how you're talking about. Oh, we know Ed's going to die, right? But right. we don't know when it's coming. Like we, we just know don't know it's when because Ed is dead, and Ed, I think I I'm not hundred percent, but I think Ed died of a heart attack or he had some sort of complications, mm-hmm. and so this starts that right, just like the nun started why. Lorraine is so haunted. Right. Um, but she was haunted by an incident that happened to her when she was a very young nun. Right. And she wasn't even a nun. She was she was I, I don't remember what they called nuns before they're nuns. Well she hasn't she hadn't taken the vows. She didn't take the vows, but a there's a specific the name for them. Mm-hmm. Um she was in the nunnery, like, you know Alex, getting ready. Do you need to lay down? But um <laughs> <laughs> but but yes uh, one. I, but yeah I, I but totally she get, was but, but she was in I'm the saying. series and this, so I, this I think universe is is, is intense. what i think is if you don't like it it's because you're not invested in the story there is mm-hmm. a story past the horror mm-hmm. there's a story about about ed and lorraine the warrens have a story on their own and they're superheroes in a sense protecting us from the evils that exist beneath the surface. Right. And so the fact that they have a historical context in in intricately being a part of the legal system, that was the first time ever, you know, much like Harvey Milk, right? right. So his murderer pleaded the Twinkie defense. He had too much sugar. This guy pleaded exactly that he was possessed. That was the first time ever that anyone had used that that stance, that defense. Right. And so I think it's interesting that they have more to do with our lives than we really know. Yeah. They're not kooky like horror. Like they're not, you know, eliminating spirits in some random house. Right. They took their cases very seriously. 
the house that they lived in still exists today. Their, their warehouse still exists today with all the artifacts and their daughter runs it. And so it's a lineage and it's her job to make sure they don't get back out. Whether you believe that or not is fine, but like you said, what we're exist what we're invested in is the story of the Warrens right. and who they're helping next. Right. And you know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned it. Them as superheroes. I've read some articles that compared this uh series, mm-hmm. this franchise mm-hmm. to that of Marvel, mm-hmm. the Marvel universe, and how the Marvel Universe is so complicated, so complicated that people get lost in all of the intricacies of right. that universe and trying to understand it. But right. the beauty of the Conjuring is that they don't one, they don't take themselves that serious. No, they don't. And two, they've laid the structure. It all starts with, you know, the couple. Yes, it's all the couple and all the stories and fall all the files that under that. You know, and it, so you that's the main focus of the film right. right it's not about the ghosts it's not no, about the nuns it's not, about, it's not about annabelle it's not about the the devil it's all it starts with them starts and with it them. works down so that you can jump into the series at, at any time yeah and still feel like i know what's going on i right. understand because they always feed you with enough backstory right to give you enough to know well this is where i'm falling in the universe right you right. know what i mean and you're okay with it yeah. you, can, you can pick it up at any point you can pick that's it up what i love about point. it and 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 they were talking about the the one with the 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 spanish ghost uh, la llorena Right. I mean, Alex is going to say it better than me. Right. La Llorena? Right. Alex. Right. right? Okay, I did yeah. it right. So right, the, yeah. the point which with is that a, one. Which is a Latin. I found out about the. Uh, urban legend of sorts, I think. No, I found out about the, the names for student nuns. Oh. Postulants. There you go. That makes sense. Postulants. Yeah. That makes a um, lot of Vaughn sense. Vaughn is making a masturbation slash jerk <laughs> Um, hand expression yeah, no. towards right, me. Right. I feel yeah. very uncomfortable. He's calling you. If we had an HR names. department for this, right. com- this, this we would podcast, all be fired. If we had an HR department would, for this, podcast. I would complain vigorously. <laughs> oh my god! About so anyway, it's inappropriate. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. Thanks for that. Um, but t- to the point, he's implying. Okay, that I'm a jerk off. That's ah, what he was. That's what he was implying. I, I, I don't believe, think he was implying it. I think he was calling you like, directly. Okay. All right. Yes. I'm just gonna. Well, I'm turn. gonna lay on the. Couch. I'm gonna turn yeah, his you, mic off myself. I'm gonna finish and, my beer. Yeah, you yes. enjoy and that. And Vaughn, just Please. so you know, I will need you to log back into these computers <laughs> before we end the podcast. I will. Thank, Thank you. you. So will. we will, will give Tawana a five minute. Five um, minutes. Uh, <laughs> Segment? Monologue. Monologue, and yes. And you will slide over here. Okay. You will okay. Tootsie Shuffle over here okay, and you'll sort this you. out. Okay, I got right. you. I got you. Thank you. But, so my point is, I think that what these films do and how that film, because that was actually initially going to be a part of it, but it does not have the same producers. That's yeah. why it's not. That's why in, it's not. But it's along the, they call it part of the Conjuring series. Right. Something. But it it's not part of the no. franchise. Because I feel like Annabelle's two films jumped off into that as well because Annabelle had three films and the first one was trash but then the second two were actually pretty good and pretty scary and so I think they had different producers as well but it exists along the same lineage in terms of like the filmic language right so it's just 
It's just really interesting how they all sort of exist in this plane. And so in in the in the other film, the Spanish one, it it their father was supposed to be more, you know, he was in it. So yeah. he was supposed to be definitely more pronounced. But I think right. that it's so, interesting. So the connection between right. the films is in La Llorena, there was... La Llorena is basically, if you haven't seen it, it's basically, the storyline is, it's basically like an urban legend, like a boogeyman. Um, and they would tell you that La Llorena would come back to take you in your sleep if you weren't a good kid. Uh, because La Llorena lost her children at one point, and that's how she said her revenge was to take children. Interesting film, kind of fun, you know. But the similar thing is in Annabelle. Annabelle had the same series, right? So the connection to the Warrens in Annabelle is actually Annabelle. Um, so Annabelle was their first case, I believe. And so they show you Annabelle's origin stories. And then they showed you... There was a secondary Annabelle story in which we then saw what seemed to be the prequel or, or Annabelle's origin origin stories, why Annabelle was who she was, who the original Annabelle was. And then we go into the third story, which involves Ed and Lorraine's daughter and how Annabelle's always trying to come back as a being, similar to Chucky, right? right. She's trying to find a soul to to encompass, to take hold of, so she can come back as a physical being. Um, and so that one was really interesting, too. Yeah. Um, I, I got to be honest, I haven't seen a corny one yet. I mean, the British one wasn't super fantastic. I think that's Conjuring, too. But, yeah. um, but it was still, you know, the Warrens doing their thing. This, You know what I want to do? I want to find a motherfucker that loves me like Ed loves Lorraine. Cause that yeah. guy loves Lorraine. Yeah, he's ride or die. I'm he telling is you, he's a, ride or die. He for is her. more than ride or die. Mm-hmm. He is ride or die and come back and live another life. Right. For on her. some some Buddhist reincarnation shit to right. live again for you. Right. He loves her like nobody else. So I really love that piece. Mm-hmm. How they exist in that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I like I said, I, I just want. I'm glad that this came out when it did. Yeah. And I'm, it's a I'm, good summer film. I'm glad that we we got to jump into it in this way. That to your point, there you, there is a different variation of how horror is done during the summertime versus the winter. So I think that this speaks to that a lot. And and I'm glad that we got to see because this was a nice ease into the rest of the world. And so by the time we get to Halloween, who knows what's going to happen? But I think that. You know, it's just one of those things. And it's very comfortable. If you're new to horror, this is one of those genres you can jump into without being too overexposed to it. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not too much for people like Alex to take. You, know, you <laughs> could actually handle it. I, I don't know because, you know, I have a friend at work who is really afraid. And he said to me, Tawana, is this like the typical horror where kids are like breaking their neck and like walking around like crabs and breaking their body parts and shit. And well, we had a little bit of and that. I was like, yeah, in the beginning. And he's like, how about jump scares? I was like, oh, there's several. And yes. he was like, fuck. Well, he went and saw it anyway. <laughs> but like Alex, he walked down halfway through and then he, oh, he's going to go back I and see it again. That. I refute that. <laughs> he's going to see it again. I don't walk out halfway. <laughs> I can't walk out halfway. Yeah. I'm often seeing these films with Vaughn. Yes. yes. And we can't let that you requires leave. me to maintain some level of... Uh, of functionality bravery bravery and (laughs) the last time i went to see a film with vaughn uh he gave me a supplement oh yes embedded within a chocolate (laughs) 
Chocolate form factor. He was freaking out. Chocolate form factor. Oh my god, we had a legal factor. Let's just say that Vaughn was not the only one who had limited use of his legs. That was quite a wild, yeah. wild ride. I remember that. And I, I miss that. I miss those movie days. Those oh. are movie days. We'll be back. <laughs> we will be back. You know, just um, just because you're, you know, being a parental. Yeah. That means no, no, no. I mean, I'm a cool dad. Yeah, you know, you're going like, to be a cool dad. Like, I play golf and I run off on golf, Sundays. I want you to stop adding golf as coolness because it's not. No, no, no. Golf is... It's golf not. is golf is for my mental health. Yeah, that's for your mental health. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of my friends also. That, think that's golf not how we is add the, the cool. The cool dad. The cool is, is not the golf. I need yeah. to leave the golf out of it. Yeah, leave that. It's out. cool with the golf crowd. Yes, it's cool with the. It's golf. cool with the golf crowd because a lot of my friends also yeah. think golf is. But the when you thing. think of a cool dad, I don't think of golf. And they tried to drag me into that while I, I was think in of Tampa. A dad that lets me watch horror movies and eat candy and yeah. popcorn when mom's not yeah. here right. and we do fun shit that she won't let me but do. you gotta earn it i think that's the thing is okay. you gotta earn yeah. it right like you it can't be it. given to you, you no know? no it's, no it's like it's like we've got to do something great we're gonna yeah. do something for mom you know right you've been doing good in school great you've exactly. been you've been having well, like fun. let's have some fun you've been respectful around the house work hard play hard yeah, let's man. do something fun for you but, work hard, play know, harder, dog. If you're going to be a dick that doesn't want to do yeah, shit. Yeah, you know what it is in New Zealand? It's work hard and keep fucking working hard. Yeah, there you go. Wow. Sad. I mean, I don't know. You sound black Sad. to me. That's very oppressive. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a black person to wow. me. Yeah. So, you know. That's how we do it in the South Pacific. That's right. how we do it. Well, I hear you. Oh. All right, so All right. like I said, so what's your rating on this film? Um, I'm not going to give it a five out of five because I think that's a lot. No, it's not um, going to give it a five out of five. I will give it, I'll give it a nice four... I thought it was fun. It was interesting. Four. That's pretty good. I'll give it a four. That's a uh, solid rating. And I, I'm, won't, I won't do so, three so out of five. If you say four, that tells me I need to see it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. If you can hold tight with the jump scares and the, the crap I can watch boys. it at home. I just can't watch it in a theater. Oh, yeah, so watch it on yeah, HBO yeah. Max. You're good to go. Is it on Max? It's on Max. It's okay. on Max. And I'm going to give it a three and a half because yeah. I wanted it to be a little scarier. I but, mean, um, I, true. I, I loved what it was. I mean, I loved three and a half from you makes me feel like I should watch it more than You should watch yeah. it. You should I watch think it. You, I think it's you'll fun. do it. Wrap up in a blanket. Get both your dogs. Right. Have your ah, wife next to you. Both my dogs. And then you'll be fine. No, one dog's with the ex. Oh, God. Uh, they yeah. don't come back? I thought they visit. No. No, well, well, we had him for three weeks, and I got really scared the other day that he had run away. Oh, no. But he was just with the ex. Oh. Uh, so that's my PTSD. All right, so maybe he'll come all back. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know. Sad. Right. Don't end on that note, Alex. Come all on, right, let's go, right. man. Yeah, let's not let's not end it on that note, man. Yes, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Alex, so much for joining. Well, this us was today. fantastic. It I was, was so great. happy to see you. I'm so happy yeah. that you you came back and joined us. Woo. We, I this is an odd turn of events, but let's hope we can just borrow you whenever. Fuck yeah, right. man. We need a fill in again. Yes, yes. And I'm um, here. And and and. This was such a fun episode. So if you stuck around for the end, thank yes, you. Thank you. <laughs> we sorry. know you're a true fan. No sorries. We just know you're no, a true fan. This was fan. fucking straight entertainment all the way through. Straight entertainment all the way through. I hope you had a beverage like we did. Yes, we did. We did so or if, a few. If you love this episode, please be sure to share, like, and follow us on all our social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, where we host. Also, Spotify and Mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. We've grown a bit since Alex has been here. Oh, yeah. So make sure if you want us to try a beverage of any sort, we're not just 
pigeonholed to bourbon, we will try other things. Yes, I do. Or beer. Please make or sure gin. to use or Look, gin. I'm the tequila guy. Yeah, you are. There's a tequila fucking segment in yes. this show. We will, I can we will invite you back. Just not mezcal. Okay. We will invite you back. I'm good. Well, I love mezcal. I love tequila. <laughs> he can drink the mezcal. Yes. But if you if you have anything, maybe you want a movie we want us to review. Yeah. Maybe you don't like the way we talk. Maybe you think we're full of shit. You can go ahead and say that and test your limits with me. Yes. You but can. also. <laughs> Make sure you use the hashtag and hashtag BBM podcast. That's hashtag BBM podcast. Just remember, I'm a black woman with fire. Oh, so, yeah. You know, step well. Um, I don't like disrespect. Oh, God. Enjoy. Girl, savage magic. Yeah, savage magic. Savage day. magic. We run this world and we, we, we save you every day. But oh, thank with you that being said, us. thank you for coming and listening and hanging out with us. Episode 69 for real. 69. I'm hoping for a sweet 69 right now myself. It's yes. been a long pandemic. 69. Thank you for coming. Yeah, Happy this, Pride, folks. Happy Pride. How can I? The lesbian on the panel misses that. Happy Pride. Happy Pride to all my sapphics yeah. and LGBTQ plus community. This is Beer Bourbon. And a movie. And a movie. Also, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Black all, people All the black up. people. Get free. <laughs> <laughs>